Bushimuchi here with an unusual uh, daily takeaway for you. Obviously, this show you're about to hear, we're at home because of the strikes. It'll be the same on Thursday as well, if you'd like a bit of that spare room vocal echo that we've got going on. Isn't it weird, though, Richie? This is taking me right back to the whole lockdown thing. Because it kind of put it... The way you've kind of put it behind me, I think most people have, but mm. it's taking me right back to broadcasting while sweating in a pair of shorts. Do you remember that second lockdown when it was really hot? I we do. Were trapped in our houses. I do. It was like a bit of that. It was like channeling back to the bad old days, actually. Um, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But for me, it's been a positive because got exactly those same vibes. I'm sat in exactly the same spot. But what I am able to do is to look around and realise that this room is a lot clearer than it was a year ago and two years ago. And I've realised how many trips to the tip I've done and how we actually have pulled our finger out and sorted this place out. Well, good for you. Uh, do you know what I'm going to do just to channel back to the good old days? I'm going to go, go and uh, unpack some shopping and spray it with detergent, just like the good old days. <laughs> a daily takeaway. Bush and Richie's daily takeaway. It's good to have your company. I've had a right old turnaround in my fortunes today. So let me explain. Uh, I've got to take the car in for a service tomorrow. I've been dreading it because it's grown up. Uh, grown up stuff's not what I'm very good at. I never really know about MOTs. Uh, I always turn into Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen when I'm in a garage, feel a bit fully cuffed and they think I'm an idiot. So I was kind of dreading going to this garage tomorrow, but this is the first time I've done a posh service, if that doesn't sound too unruly, uh, in that I'm taking it to the VW place, like uh, the actual manufacturer's uh, place. Again, I don't know the words. Rather than Gary's Garage around the corner, which is where I normally go. So posh service. Anyway, the, the woman's phone this morning to confirm what the plan is for tomorrow, which never happens at Gary's Garage, even though you know he's a nice fella. Uh, and this is the this is the itinerary for tomorrow morning. I, I bring the car over. It's two hours, one hour for the service, one hour for a software update. Don't even know what that is. <laughs> but in that two hours, I get soft drinks, I get Wi-Fi, I get aircon, I get plugs. I can't wait. It's the holiday I've never had. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get that at Gary's Garage, are you? Um, never. So are you actually looking at this as though... This is going to be some leisure time. Uh, there are very few people that look at a car going in for a service as leisure time. Well, dude, this is it. I've been dreading it, thinking, oh, this is going to be a nightmare chunk of my day taken up. Now, bearing in mind that even if I sit on the loo just to go for a wee, and I don't, I, I don't need to go for a number two, I just need to go for a wee just to get a bit of peace and quiet, I get kids knocking on the door asking me questions and all that kind of stuff. Parents will know what I'm, I'm talking about here. The fact that I can have two hours of air conditioning and uh, Wi-Fi and maybe get a bit of word done or even watch something on Netflix. It's like going to like a private member's lounge. I wonder whether they'll allow me in there a couple of times a week or something. I'll happily play, pay a subscription or something. You are someone who also loves a machine coffee. You love the machine oh, coffees yes. uh, back at work at Absolute Radio. <laughs> you love a machine coffee. So there are parts of tomorrow morning where yeah, you're going to be at your happiest. Do you know what I want to do? I want to, I'm going to go into the loose when I'm there. I'm going to wet my hair as if I've just been for a swim in the 80s. I'm going to go to their vending machine and have some old-fashioned tomato soup in an orange plastic cup and go right back to my childhood because that's what I used to love. So I just thought, given that this is, this is something that's turned from a negative to an incredible positive for me in the past 24 hours, if you, listening right now, found peace and tranquility in an unlikely location... Even if it's just a little moment to yourself, tell us about it tonight on Home Time. Can't wait. Alex has tweeted the show saying, guys, my daughter Sophie is in a local basketball club, regional league winners, go Oakland Wolves, under 14 girls. 
Uh, and she adds, when she's at training for an hour and a half, twice a week, I get a nice walk around town or read of my book or even a crafty 10K run if I'm up for it. We're talking about finding peace and tranquility in unlikely locations. Uh, you are particularly looking forward to your service tomorrow morning. You're going uh, according That's to you, car, this, to clarify. This, <laughs> this moment of zen uh, on the forecourt for two hours. As someone who has sat and waited for many a service in a main dealer, cars, um, yeah. can I just, can I, can I have a little wager with you? Um, here's on. how it'll go. So what, 8.15 you're dropping off, did you say? 8.15 drop off, two hours in there, Wi-Fi, soft drinks, anything goes. Okay. By nine o'clock, you will be bored. I promise you. Uh, hold on a minute. How? 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 It's just peace and quiet. How am I going to be bored? Because you will have drunk your first machine coffee and you'll have become aware of all the people that are buzzing around and you'll be looking through to the fancy garages and thinking, is mine up on the wheels just yet? Right. So, I mean, again, I don't know any about that stuff. I don't know anything about cars at all. You're, you're more into your cars than me. I don't know whether that kind of intel will even cross my incredibly thick Springer Spaniel brain when it comes to being in garages and stuff like that. I might try and get up and befriend the people on the desk like Alan Partridge at the Travel Lodge or something. <laughs> I can't wait. The wager, here's the wager. I don't think you are going to see your car before 11.30. Well, you reckon? It, well, if it's good down there, then that can only be a benefit, can't it? That's like a added. It's like getting an extra delayed checkout if you're leaving a hotel. <laughs> All these words are being recorded. Let's see how things go tomorrow. We shall see. Crispy Onions says, uh, if you think the VW dealers sound good, you should try BMW dealers. You even get biscuits there. Maybe you could do an Alan Partridge-style show, Car Dealers with Andy Bush. Thank you very much for that. I'm talking about the fact that I've, uh, I'm have i not going to be going to um, Gary's Garage around the corner, which I've always done with my cars. For the first time ever, I'm going for a posh service at the manufacturers, and it seems like I can get two hours of free Wi-Fi and soft drinks. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, this text here, 81215 to get in touch. Where are the places that you find that solace? Uh, this text says, Bless you and your excitement at going to a manufacturer's garage to get your car serviced. You wait till you get your invoice oh. uh, gary's garage will seem so much more attractive be prepared to be charged 25 pounds just to change a light bulb oh it's terrifying I mean, maybe gary's garage won't have me back i hope they do have me back if, <laughs> if it all goes south after this i'll, I'll report back uh, we've got sam on the line sam when have you found peace and tranquility in an unlikely location um we were snowboarding in the Alps and of course I wasn't very organised we went up to the top of the mountain for a run down my mate had the map the peace map of course he, we got off the lift I stopped to take in the view and he buggered off with the map and left me at the top so I didn't know which way to go <laughs> okay and so did you did you use this situation to your advantage Sam uh, I sat for about 40-50 minutes listening to my iPod on a rock just like some sort of hobo gnome watching the world go by until somebody else came up the list was a map <laughs> <laughs> there are worse places to be sat. I think it's probably um, going to be a little bit more picturesque than uh, Bush waiting for his MOT. Um, yeah, yeah, very much so, yeah. It was a bit scary, but very tranquil at the same time. Because very rare you get a moment like that in life where pure peace. It's just you and nature there, Sam, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I think it that's quite a nice thing. So. It was just me, the rock and the snow. <laughs> 
Brilliant. Sounds like a movie title. <laughs> Text here from someone with further advice for you and they get exactly how you're feeling. Uh, Bush, Richie, I enjoy car service time once a year. It's when I organise all my photos from Disneyland into different albums. Enjoy your service break. This is amazing. Absolutely loving this. We've got Wendy on the line. Wendy, uh, tell everyone the place where you find peace and tranquility. It's in Millbrook Road, Texaco petrol station. Well, it's a co-op now. I, I drive a van. I, I, I walk dogs for a living, so I'm in the van all day. And I've got a teenager at home. You know what it's like. Yeah. Um, and I, get, I always get the deluxe one because the phone rings all the time. It says, Mum, can you do this? Mum, can you do that? Oh, for God's sake. I know what. I'll get a deluxe clean in the van. I sit there. With, well, you guys on the radio. I don't turn the engine off. I've got the, the air conditioning on, and it is just like, oh, my God. I don't care that my mirrors are distorted. I don't care that it's missed bits. I just sit there. You know, you know those moments where you think, do you know what, this is so sad, but it's just so lovely. <laughs> in the busyness of modern life, A, we're completely honoured that you have Absolute Radio and the Home Time Show on when you have your little bit of peace, and that means a hell of a lot to us, so thank you so much for that. But it's the equivalent of having like a foot spa or a foot rub, isn't it? Oh just just yeah, 10 minutes oh yourself. God. Words just can't describe it. They honestly can't describe it. I work seven days a week. I do dog walking and dog boarding. And obviously the world's gone on holiday now. So every dog that lives in Southampton is staying here. Um, <laughs> I've been up since 6.30. I've walked for the New Forest all day. I've driven, driven, driven around, dropped dogs off, picked dogs up. Um, and believe me, there's nothing like other people's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing at all like other people's. I'm going to write a book one day called Other People's Dogs. Um, Wendy, you've described yeah, any, it so wonderfully anyway. and poetically. I think both Bush and I, once we've finished, are going to go and jump into our cars on the driveways and go and go and sit in a you, sit you in a drive-through car wash. Honest to God, you need to try it. It is heaven. Honest to God, and it's six pound eighty. What can you get for six pound eighty? <laughs> Nothing, Wendy. We absolutely love you. Thank you so much for listening to Absolute Radio. We appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Go and have a hot wax. Oh my God, I'm just sat down now. I've still got my wellies on. Oh my God. What a day. I've been very impressed so far this evening with your uh, brilliant tales of how you managed to squeeze in little bits of moment of peace and tranquility into the chaos of the normal working week or the working day. I'm taking the car in for a service tomorrow. Two hours just sitting there with Wi-Fi and uh, plugs and vending machine coffee. It's going to be brilliant. Get in touch and tell us how you managed to sneak in a bit of you time. Uh, Craig's suggesting you don't even need to leave the house here. He says, with uh, two kids, the only me time I get is when I go to the toilet. Uh, I have managed to stretch out one visit to nearly an hour. I take an iPad and a book in with me. I'm golden. That is amazing, but I don't understand how you avoid having questions put to you through the door, which is what happens in our place. <laughs> and then listen to this. This text says, one day every year I pretend to go to work. But I go for a decent breakfast, I go and see a film at the cinema and maybe play in the arcades. I then get a newspaper and read it over a couple of pints in the local pub. My wife and kids still don't know I do this. Yours, Anonymous, from Hockley in Essex. Just one day a year. That sounds too good to keep to one day a year. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. This weekend, uh, my eldest son, 16, uh, he's uh, going away on a little bit of a two-week football tour to Italy 
Um, and it's, it's one of those moments, isn't it, when you grow up, when you go away, uh, particularly going abroad, but without your parents for the first time. That feeling of freedom and excitement. Um, <laughs> but equally, having gone through that, uh, now as parents... Oh, man, just concerned as to what is going on. Literally, what happens on tour stays on tour. That is the sound that is going through my head right now. Can can you remember that, that first trip for you, Bush? Well, actually, the first time I went away without my parents, it was me and my brother together, my brother Simon, who's two there years you younger go. than me. So we, we were together, so it wasn't too bad, but we, we had, we'd met a, uh, a group of 10 Swedish girls when we were on a family holiday with my mum and dad, and we, we saw these girls each night when we went out with them and all that kind of stuff, and they invited us over to Malmo, where they all lived, to yep. stay for the week. Uh, so me and my brother went over there and just had the best time ever. But like that was back in the day. There's no mobile phones or anything like that. So there's no find my phone so your parents can see exactly where on a map. So I don't know with, it, with, with the increases in snooping that you have available as a parent now, maybe it's slightly more comforting for you because you'll be able to track your lad around the map in many ways. Can I thank you for starting the story off with we met a load of Swedish girls, uh, but turning it round to, hey, mate, there's more technology these days, it's going to be fine. Yes, swings and roundabouts, yin and yang. <laughs> if you can remember your first trip away without any parental uh, presence whatsoever, and if you feel there's a story to tell about it that is going to make me feel happier about what's happening this weekend, love to hear it. But let's be honest, the juicy stuff the things that's going to scare him. Uh, Zoe said, girls holiday to Zante. I remember getting to the hotel. I remember two weeks later landing back at Gatwick. Don't remember much in between. That's not helping, Zoe. Uh, tweets to Absolute Radio, texts to 8.12.15. Heart rate racing there for Richie. Let's see if we can push him over the edge. Jack says, Barcelona aged roughly 13. Stink bombs, BB guns, bottle openers shaped like man's private parts. Thanks for a lovely postcard from a holiday, that is, Jack. I'm sending him out with a little bit of pocket money. That could be a foolish notion. Uh, James has texted, yeah, I can. Went to Amsterdam with my mate. Got nicked on the way back. Brilliant. Thanks for that. These are going to push you over the edge. Sean in Nuneaton's just texted to say, lads holiday to Magaluf, age 16. I got tasered. Right, come on. If you if you get if you're gonna get in touch, please just help. Eight twelve fifteen for text. Tweets to Absolute Radio. Uh, Keith, what about yours? Um, just don't worry about your kids. Worry about the teachers. <laughs> I remember uh, back in I think it was seventy two, seventy three. We went to Belgium on a football tour, and uh, I was you know we were all excited, and we went across on the um, the ferry that went across from Dover, and it was one of those really bad rough days when everyone was feeling sick. But none of the teachers seemed to be really worrying about us, and, and we were all sort of trying to huddle up together. And then when we got over there, we played two games of football. But between the football, especially the evenings, all I can remember was that we were all sort of trying to wonder about what was going on. But the teachers were sort of saying, well, OK, guys, you, you guys, you know, you're all good now. Just go off and do what you want to do, and we'll just huddle around the bar and just get drunk. And um, and so we just went off free reign. We were off down the beach. No teachers, no one watching us. How we survived, I have no idea. But it was just one of those days. It was fantastic, and we all survived, and we came back. But yeah, so it, my- it, it it reminds me in many ways hearing that it's a little bit like Lord of the Flies. Kids just <laughs> absolutely running amok. Well, it reminds me of that song, "Hello Mother, Hello Father." Here we are at Camp Granada. 
Do you remember that? <laughs> I'm going to have to look that one up on Spotify, I think. Um, not a single person has got in touch and uh, oh, reassured or helped me in me. any way, shape or form yet. Greasing the wheels of all of this. Jason's pointed it out. He says, I love how Bush is on the wind-up here. I'm going to remember this when his kids are older. He'll be threatening to bury people under patios all over the place. Do you know all right? I've, I've had this conversation with Erin, my eldest, that even on nights out, I'm going to chaperone her. Uh, in the future, I want to I go dressed as Idi Amin with a cane and just stand behind her and, and stop anyone from talking to her without going through me first. Uh, but there's been a lot of interest also on Twitter about, obviously I mentioned earlier on that my first time away from my parents was me and my brother uh, going over to see a load of Swedish girls that we met on a Spanish holiday in Malmo. Yes. A lot of interest on that, wanting further information. I'm not going to reveal here on this show, I'm afraid that's uh, none of your business. Thank you very much. What happens in Malmo stays in Malmo. So stuff did happen in Malmo. I wish, we wish it did, but it didn't. Oh, <laughs> the reason you're hearing nothing is because there is nothing. <laughs> Absolutely not. There's some brilliant horror stories coming in. I have to commend you for some of the stuff that you're terrifying Richie with this evening. Rena says, age 13, school trip to Amsterdam. Let's just say that there are still some of us with lifetime bans on DFDS ferries. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, Kate is hanging on. This has struck a chord with you, Kate. Why is that? Well, I'm pretty much in the same position as you. My 17-year-old son is going with seven friends next Wednesday to Zante. Whoa, uh, what about that? What was your lad's name and do you trust him? What are his friends like? Well, uh, he's Henry. He's, his friends are great. He is the vaguest boy around, so they haven't even booked any hold luggage. They're going EasyJet, where they've reduced the size of the packet of the um, suitcases, and he's going for 10 days. I don't know what he actually thinks he's going to take with him. I, I would say about three pairs of pants, a toothbrush, and some shorts. It's probably going to all but fit in there. Uh, and he, he loses absolutely everything, so he won't come back with anything, so maybe that's a good thing. Do you know what, though, like a 17-year-old in Zanti for a week, apart from the losing side of things, I think what you did just describe as his itinerary, it'll probably do the job. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably... I mean, I've been on a girls' holiday before and come home with no shoes, so I, get, I don't really have a leg to stand on or a pair of shoes to wear, in fact. So, Sounds like yeah. a chip off the old block. Would you say, though, yeah. g given like the amount of technology that people have now in terms of knowing where people's phones are, you can see them on Instagram checking into different locations, is that less stressful as a parent than it would have been, say, 15 years ago, do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, he's the sort of child that will lose his phone. I, and I have asked him um, to make sure I can have a friend's number as well, which he's not going to give me, but it's worth asking. No, I think it will be more stressful, to be honest. Kate, yeah. I think uh, people like yourself and myself, what we need to do is set up a support group. Uh, kids abroad, so we'll all just check in with each other and uh, support yeah. ourselves. I think, yeah, I think we're going to need quite a lot of counselling before and after, to be honest. Thank you so much for the support, he says with his tongue very much in cheek. Uh, you've been given this evening uh, about me, lads, heading off to Europe uh, this weekend. First trips abroad uh, without you. I blame you, Bush, for this. Hey, you've, you've hey. We've whipped these flames up. Do you know what, though? The only way to do it is you've got to go over there. You've got to like be like a, a, a mature student in that football team dress up a little bit, moustache or something, and go and keep an eye on him. That's, if my eldest daughter goes away and does anything like that, Erin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely get in a disguise and watch her and keep an eye on her. 
fat lad in goal looks a bit older than everyone else, doesn't he? You can hear them saying it. Uh, Nick says, 18 to 30, camping in France. I ran out of money fast and ended up collecting empty bottles for the camp shop just to make some more money. Deary me, unbelievable. Uh, Ross says, uh, went to Devon, I think, uh, with family friends, stayed by the sea, went out on their boat, but had to trudge through foot-deep mud just to get to it, lost a sock on the way. Uh, and then hopefully things are a little bit more like this. Uh, Richard, I guess, is trying to help, uh, says, just from the other side of things, uh, this Easter, just gone, I took 24 scouts to North Wales. Think mountains, cycling, slate mines. Uh, they were gone for four days without their parents. I got all of them back with nothing but great memories and one broken wrist. Uh, there you go. There's always one thing. Yeah. There's always a catch. <laughs> so keep them coming in. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio uh, also as well. It was around this time last night that we got into quite a quagmire talking about bats and whether yes. bats have got bums. Yes. Let's not go back down that route again. We're not going down there again. Rebecca uh, got in touch, obviously, and sent us a photo of the uh, bat that had gate-crashed her bedroom, been flying around. Then they kind of befriended this thing, which is an amazing thing. If you if you follow us on uh, Facebook, there's a photo of Rebecca's bats there, just hanging out on her Welsh dresser, having a laugh, that kind of thing. Uh, we've asked you on uh, Facebook this evening whether you've ever befriended a wild animal as a nod to Rebecca and her bat. Uh, Rachel Johnson says, um, I've befriended injured birds, a crow and a rook. Um, Trevor says, I took a stoat in as my plus one at a retirement do once, right? Okay. And then John says, I, I took a dirty bird to a wedding. So that is the end of that conversation. <laughs> ruined it. They've ruined it. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Well, there we go. Uh, another Daily Takeaway drawing to a close. Uh, at the beginning, you were reminiscing about the uh, the good old days of uh, uh, shows from our bedrooms and uh, uh, lockdown and that kind of thing. I, I was reminded towards the end of uh, today's show uh, of my son coming up for his bath and uh, the craziness uh, and the noise that uh, ensues and it's not all a bed of roses coming from home, is it? <laughs> exactly. Swings and roundabouts, like we said.